You're listening to The Real Raw Relatable Podcast with Kat John, episode number 193. G'day legends, I'm Kat John and welcome to The Real Raw Relatable Podcast. I'm an authenticity coach and keynote speaker who is here to help you powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can listen to your heart and focus on what matters. Here in the podcast, I'll be sharing how to do this through real guidance, real truths, and relatable stories. G'day, peeperoonies. Welcome back to the pod. Hope you're well in your world and taking care of your sweet, sweet self. Um, it's raining here as I am, what's the word, recording. So if you can hear rain, it's raining. So (laughs) you'll hear rain or maybe not. Um, I just want to share a quick update on Sunday meds. Um, it is taking place on Sunday, the 13th of November. We are changing the venue Um, I'm going to look at a venue this afternoon um, simply because there is a triathlon on uh, the same morning and access to the St Kilda Lifesaving Club is going to be really difficult because that's the road that they shut down um, and parking won't be easy peasy. So uh, yeah, we're switching up venues. So I'm looking at a venue this afternoon um, and fingers crossed it will be lovely and beautiful. Um, It is in South... Paran. It's in Paran. Um, and yes, I'm hoping that it'll be a lovely space and fit us all in. Um, it's got like plants inside of there and it's like a, uh, it's like a, what is it? A place that's, <laughs> it's a place that sells plants, but it's not quite, you know, your typical nursery. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'll be checking that out this afternoon and I'll give you the updates. So for those of you who've already bought tickets, uh, it's still going ahead. For those of you who are thinking about it, love you to come. It's still going ahead. Um, Sunday, the 13th of November, and it's from 9.30 AM till 11 AM. And it's the final Sunday meds for 2022 until we kick back off with events next year. Um, many things that I can share with you today, but I'm just going to be real and share that um, in my current reality, in my current state, um, I'm feeling anxious, I'm experiencing anxiety um, and I'm also experiencing sadness Um, and both of those come with two different scenarios um, but both with the same I guess, sentiments of uh, both of them are linked to uncertainty. Um, The feeling of sadness is linked to my pop um, who has basically been told that there's no more treatment left for him um, and that he will now be treated as palliative. Um, He is an incredibly strong-minded man um, three years ago, he was told he had three days to live and, uh, he's now nearly turning 95, nearly turning 95. Um, but yeah, so just feel quite sad about that. Just, I guess, seeing my dad, um, and, and how he's 
feeling about it because his mum passed three and a bit years ago. Um, that'll be the, you know, he's my last grandparent. Um, so yeah, just feeling sadness and the anxiety, um, is linked to just some family dynamics. Um, again, bringing about uncertainty and, and tension. Um, and like, I would love to go into the specifics of it, but I do, I I feel, I know that it's right to, um, just keep that private, um, in terms of the, the, uh, specifics of the dynamics. Um, but yeah, there's, there's tension, um, there's dis-ease and, I guess, you know, like I said, both of those are both of those scenarios with my pop and with the family dynamics, it's just uncertain, you know, so I can, I'm I'm watching myself and I'm watching my ego seek certainty, wanting a finite answer, wanting a, a, a finite feeling so the sadness can go and the anxiety can go, um, and it's like, like, well, when I, when I have that finite answer and when I know for sure how long my pop has, when I know for sure the family dynamics will settle, then, um, then I'll be okay. And then I can be at peace and then I can be like, whatever it may be. And, you know, the conditions start coming in because of the discomfort with being uncertain, um, or with feeling uncertain, and so what happens is, is if, we, if we do that, we don't allow the expression of sadness to just be expressed. Um, we don't allow the experience or feeling of anxiety to, to um, I guess, be acknowledged. You know, uh, believe me, I know how, how frustrating it is to experience anxiety. Um, I, experience, I experience it more frequently than... Um, I'd like, and I, I do, I have my, my tools, I have my little strategies, um, that assist, but you know, like I was talking to my, um, Chinese medicine doctor, um, his name is, uh, Nick Quest from Garden Vale Traditional Chinese Medicine. Um, just like we we're talking about today, you know, uh, there's, there's sometimes just an acceptance around, the things that go on in our life that may actually that may actually produce anxiety um, or activate anxiety, and there are ways that we can uh, take the edge off, um, take the sharpness, like you know, just sort of uh, blunt the <laughs> the spade of anxiety. Um, but then sometimes, depending upon the situation, you know, the anxiety is there and. Like I said, I can just see myself wanting to find resolution, um, wanting to, needing to know like how is this and how is that and how is this and how is that, sort of like helicoptering both situations uh, or wanting to. But I know that the real answer is in, well, this is the scenario with the family right now. This is the scenario with my pop right now and helicoptering is is not going to uh, – change anything it's probably only going to add more angst um and so just allowing those feelings to to be there 
and to be held and to not be judged and to not um, say that they're wrong or bad um, and they must go immediately. That That's to me, in my view and the way that um, I guess that I've tried to do things before, I have always wanted to seek resolution and one always, always wanted certainty and that's what our ego does seek. It seeks certainty. Um, because when it has certainty, it feels safe. So, yeah, it just feels true right now to just let it be there and to not hurry up to feel better, to not hurry up to feel happy, to not hurry up to feel a certain way. It's just, all right, this is just how it is. But I can still go and do a workout with this. Um, I can still record a podcast uh, like this. I can still coach my clients um, like this because I can name it and I can be with it and I can invite it. I can invite it to come along with me and uh, not let it overtake me but also not try and shove it into a cupboard and lock the cupboard away. Um, And I guess that seems to be uh, a pretty common, what's the word, Um, remedy that that we tend to use, you know, or coping mechanism, I should say. Um, We either get really sucked in and swallowed by the big feelings um, or we try and shove them away. And both of those, you know, they they don't really work. Um, We may try and shove them away for a little bit. We may be engulfed for a little bit. But but the the beautiful part is to, to just know how to be with it, to know how to sit with it rather than in it, um, to know how to sit with it rather than run away from it. Um, and I like to imagine the way that I, the way that I do this is I like to imagine if I had myself as a little kid next to me, uh, and myself as a little kid, if she felt sad, uh, I, I imagine my, my face as a little girl and the innocence of me as a little girl, and just imagining her if she was feeling sad or imagining her when she, if she was feeling anxious, how would I treat her? Um, how would I speak to her? How would I go about guiding her? Um, and that's then how I would treat myself because I think sometimes we can have different rules um, as to how we treat ourselves as opposed to how we might treat a child, um, someone that maybe your own child or it's your brother or sister's child. Um, Yeah, and when I do that, it just, it softens my approach toward whatever is taking place in my current reality, e.g. sadness, e.g. anxiety. Um, And then I can approach myself differently and I can communicate with myself differently and with that, uh, I'll be a little more soft and I'll be a little more gentle, but I'll also remind myself that um, it's okay to, to, to move along in life um, with sadness next to you and with anxiety next to you. Uh, doesn't feel good, does it? Uh, much, much nicer to feel open in your chest and light in your body, uh, light in your being. It's, it's, you know, call a spade a spade. It doesn't, doesn't feel so nice. Um, but it is what it is. And that is what it is. Um, and when we can see it for that, then, like I said, it doesn't need to either be, we don't need to be totally succumbed to the emotion. 
nor do we need to try and shove it away. So that's what I'm experiencing in my world right now. Um, and I, I like just managing myself. So as I manage myself, I can still be present. Um, maybe, you know, in, in a slightly different way, but I can be still present with my stepdaughters. Uh, it might, I might just be a little bit more subdued or I might be a little more quiet. Um, and that's okay. Um, but as I manage myself, I, 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 I still get to be a part of my life rather than, I guess, hide away or shy away. Uh, and then everyone around me is wondering like, mm, what's up her ass? So, you know, it's, it's also up to me and I have, I've communicated with the girls and with Steve, like I'm, I'm just sad about my pop. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe he'll live for another three years. He's a bit of a legend, but I'm not sure. Um, and that uncertainty feels a bit uncomfortable. And I let them know that, uh, hey, I'm just letting you know that all this family dynamic stuff, I'm, I'm feeling pretty anxious at the moment, just so you know, it's, it's got nothing actually specific to do with you. It's more around, um, you know, the, the, the dynamics and, and the tension um, and me wanting to feel better um, with all of that flying around. So that way, uh, cool, they know um, it's communicated and it's not like shaming sadness or it's not shaming anxiety and, and trying to hide it from them um, or like I said, being totally swallowed in it where I'm completely disconnected from the people that, that matter most. So maybe this episode just me sharing this, maybe it gives you permission to own a little bit more of how you feel. Um, and it gives you some, some space to reflect about how you can manage yourself a little differently. Um, manage your emotions a little differently, how you can communicate with them and yourself and the people around you a little differently. Um, it feels quite real and authentic and honest, you know? So yeah, I, like I said, I, like I said in the beginning, I really do hope you're doing okay. Um, whatever that means to you and just know there, everyone out in that big, big world is experiencing different ranges all the time of emotions and feelings. And I think the more that we know how to be with them rather than sink into them or shove them away, uh, yeah, I think that we can be really well-rounded human beings that have greater appreciation for ourselves and greater appreciation and empathy for others. Thank you, Treasures, for listening to today's episode of the Real, Raw, Relatable Podcast. Sending you some pretty big gnarly hugs from me to you. And from Bailey and from Daisy, who are sitting next to me right now. If today's episode resonated with you, please send it on to someone who you know could do with hearing today's message. Rate the podcast, review it, and just share it around. It'd be so awesome if this potty can just reach more and more lives and people's minds and people's hearts as i've said before sunday meds is sunday the 13th of november i will let you know the exact location uh, within the next couple of days 
um, but it is taking place from 9.30 a.m. until 11 a.m. It's a beautiful morning of deep chats, meditation, journaling, and sharing. It's a final one for 2022, and I truly would love to see you there. Have an epic week ahead. I love your faces. See you in your earballs next Monday. Peace be with you.